Uh, we've missed you guys for the last week, but we're back and we're still talking about marketing, different ways, different strategies, different ways to market your business. We've gone over what, Christy, like 40 different ways so far? 40 or? different ways. So I hope you guys were taking notes. Yeah, you definitely need to take notes or reach out to Christy and I and we can uh, send you an email with, you know, with these lists that actually can help you out. Uh, but let's go ahead and jump right into it. Uh, this first one I love because the platform that we're about to talk is just so strong, but create a YouTube channel. You need to create a YouTube channel. It's free to do. And almost every target market is somewhere on YouTube. I, yes. There's not really any niche that's not covered by YouTube. That's where you find the educational videos that's where you find a lot of answers. You know, even through Google, they sh it shoots to YouTube all the time. Uh, Christy, man, uh, you are all, you're all over YouTube. What's your experience, and uh, how would you tell people to tackle this? So YouTube is the second biggest search engine online, owned by the first largest uh, search yeah. engine online, which is Google. So it only makes sense to have a YouTube channel. And I just played with it for years. And then we got kind of serious about it a few months ago. And we are at 197 people that subscribe to our channel. We want to get to 200. So you guys make sure and subscribe to the Chip and Christy channel. But you want to do things that are interesting to your audience and realize that it takes time to build a YouTube channel. You just don't go in there and overnight you have, you know, a million subscribers. Now, some people have lucked out and stuff have went viral. But you have to go in there and you have to think about your target customer, your target market, your at customer avatar, and the problems that they're having. And then you need to have something that solves those problems. You can have a YouTube channel where it shows you doing what it, baking those cupcakes and you make them amazingly well, right? You want stuff that's going to add value to the people that is watching it. And you also want to be crystal clear in your marketing on YouTube. We really don't sell much on YouTube. Most of ours is just adding value because that's what people want. You can do YouTube ads. That's something totally different. But when you put this channel up, then you can repurpose all of the things that you've put on there. And when you repurpose it, uh, that is when uh, you can put like a minute on Facebook or TikTok or Insta, that sort of thing. It just makes sense for you to have a YouTube channel and add the things that you really, really enjoy uh, sharing and educating people about. And if you're good on video, YouTube is the place to go. It dominates it over Facebook and TikTok and all those other places. For sure. Yeah, YouTube videos are going to rank a lot higher than like Facebook Lives or anything like that on Google, of course. Um, the YouTube channel, and again, it can be educational. It can just be for fun. It can be personal. As long as you connect it to your business and, you know, help, as long as you're constantly doing something and adding value, no matter what the value is, people are going to 
And, you know, they're going to watch it. They're, if, once they're interested, they're going to find you through it. And once they find you on YouTube, since it is owned by Google, it's super easy to navigate right to your website, right to your Google profile. Um, so it's just the smart thing to do. You want to have the trifecta. You want to have them all connected. Yeah, um, and this it's next one free. free. Yeah, free, free advertising. Yeah, it's it's real. It really is insane not to have it. You know, that's just one of those things where when you ask somebody and they say, "Hey, do you have a YouTube page?" and they say, "No," you're kind of like, "Oh man, come on, get with the times. Yeah. You need to get to growing." And this next one, you know, kind of rolls right hand in hand a little bit, but uh, search engine optimization. Ranking, uh, sorry about that. Search engine optimization, ranking your website on Google, ranking your Google profile on Google, getting to page one on Google where millions and millions of dollars are traveling through daily. That waterfall, put your hand under it. Yeah. It's that waterfall. So you are, you, everything you have, every social media page you have, every website you have, is just another hand going into that waterfall stream of money uh, and bringing it to you. And it's on you, obviously, to, to grab and take the money and do the work. But this will get people to you. Uh, last time I checked, I think it was like there's 72,000 searches per second on wow. Google. Not like per minute, per second. That's and crazy. even breaking down to like smaller areas, say you're in a Waco where there's a what 150,000 people um almost all what that that means like there's 125,000 people at least on there consistently daily uh, it's absolutely insane if you're not on there but search engine optimization is also something that you're gonna have to outsource either that or you're gonna have to spend a lot of time yeah. studying finding the correct educator to study under um i see too many of them out there that are not not selling the right stuff. They're not actually doing correct SEO, at least the true blood, you know, SEO that has never changed, even though they claim it always changes. <laughs> but you could get find a digital marketer, find somebody in that niche that can help you because getting to page one of Google, in my opinion, is like the number one thing you should be focusing on as a business until you get up there. You're not really getting exclusive leads like your your big competitors are. Yeah, a lot of people will go on Facebook and not put anything on Google, which is okay, but you really want to help your SEO to be under the Google kind of waterfall. Uh, another thing is, is you can use uh, blogging. That helps uh, bring you up on that SEO. Uh, I mean, that's what Joanna Gaines did, and that's how they got that show fixer up, or is by blogging. So um, you need to put in your SEOs what your customer's looking for, not what you want to sell, because I made this mistake in the beginning of business, Chip. I had a made business, but I didn't like the word made. So I thought, what can I call it? Domestic engineering, um, domestic life. Uh, cleaning nope. your home. That's not what people were looking for. They were looking for that word made and still I'll put made out there sometimes and you know I'll have one of those 
crazy um, people go, well, no wonder your maid didn't show up because you used the word maid. Well, actually, you're an idiot because <laughs> the majority of people, when they go online, Google the word maid services for my home, maid services oh. for my business. And what happens is that's how they get to me. That's how they get to your business is what the customer's thinking. It doesn't matter what you're thinking. It needs to be what the customer is Googling. So when I started researching this a couple of years ago, I mean, my maid business floundered till I figured this out. I had to think like the customer and 75% of all maid businesses, the top maid businesses in the United States have the word made in them. So, I mean, that's proof that people are looking for made. So you want to think like the customer, not try to reinvent the wheel when it comes to SEO, right, Chip? Well, well correct, yeah. There's So there's analytics on all these keywords in a lot of different places. Uh, Google Analytics has a good platform to look up keywords, see how many times they're searched per day, what they're worth per click. Um, I don't personally use uh, Google Analytics. Uh, there's, I pay for SEM Rush, Majestic, um, and sorry, oh, and Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F, apostrophe S. Those are, those are really great platforms for you to, to figure out your keyword analytics. Because it's like Christy said, just because you don't like the word made doesn't mean that uh, that's not the one you should be using. Because for, for sure, if it's if it's being searched 250,000 times a month and worth $25 a click, you better start using it, you know, yeah. if it, and you better start ranking it for that keyword specifically, you know, or if like, for instance, um, it's roofing in Waco, uh, the simplest term is the highest searched, just roofing Waco. And then all the other ones that you know you would think professionals are using or the correct way to say it, um, you would think those are it, but they're not. And, they're, and you have to look it up and, and actually do the research or pay someone else to, to figure out what keywords you need to be putting in your headers, on your titles, on your pictures. There's tons of stuff you need to be doing. Uh, but SEO is huge. And that's where the money's at, man. Page one of Google is where the high-end money's at. It's where you need to be. Uh, what, Christy, what's the next one? TV advertising. You want to think like your target market before you jump in and utilize television. Millennials and younger do not watch television. Even I don't watch television. We have cable, but my husband watches it. I haven't been on regular cable in years. We are streaming online. So if your target market is Generation X or Baby Boomers, that might be somebody to advertise on television. But I wouldn't recommend it if you're our millennials are younger is your target market. Now, a, cat, a broken rule was last year when it was a lockdown. Mm -hmm. It shot up TV advertising prices and also people using TV advertising. Now, I still, like people fast forward through the commercials. They don't even pay attention to them. So again, use caution for television advertising. You're gonna pay a lot of money 
and not possibly get the customers you think you're going to get. In my opinion, um, if you're going to look into TV advertising, look into the streaming networks. Um, I wouldn't necessarily look into cable. I would look into how do I get onto Netflix? How do I get onto Amazon or Disney? How do I get onto uh, YouTube? What? That's better to advertise on YouTube than it is to advertise yeah. on television. Yeah, for sure. The, and, you know, it's going to be super expensive. Mm -hmm. uh, that's just that's how that type of advertising has always worked and always will. Uh, and if your target market is right there, like if you know for a fact that that's where you need to be, then figure it out. You know, you look, you find the streaming services. Go ahead and contact your local news place, man. Get, get on the TV, you know, get on the TV at, in, your, in your city. Do yeah. stuff like that. And if you've uh, got something, something the television on. station wants, um, barter with them. If they need lawn services, mm -hmm. go in there and say, hey, I offer lawn services. Uh, mm -hmm. Can I mow your yard and uh, get a commercial? But you also don't want to just throw, go and barter for TV advertising. Um, if you are advertising for families and stuff for families to purchase, right? Something to make a family life better. I wouldn't necessarily uh, pay for advertising at midnight on a Saturday night. Moms and dads are asleep. So are the kids. So you need to use your brain and use what you know about your target market to quit throwing this money out the window. I mean, Chip and I were talking earlier that people are paying hundreds and thousands of dollars on marketing that just doesn't work. Or they don't have a clue what they're doing and they're paying this huge stupid tax. Quit paying it. There is people that have done what you've done before, model after them. Do not just go out and try to recreate the wheel because that's what's gonna cost you tons of money. I was, you took the words right out of my mouth. I was going to, it's just like you were talking about before we jumped on. Uh, it's just, it's, it's crazy that you don't have to, you don't need to be wasting your money on that for one, but uh, you know, it, it, it's for your family. If you, sorry, if it's, you know, if you are selling to people, find the days, find all the analytics and model after another company, you know, other people have done it. She had to remind me earlier because uh, I was thinking, how can I advertise this new thing that I'm selling? Uh, because it's kind of, you know, it's questionable on certain platforms like CBD, right? And um, she said, well, why don't you go look at the number one competitor and see what they're doing and model after it? And I, I kind of like, you know, duh, of course, I do this. I tell people all the time to do this and I didn't think of it. But then again, that's why. I do. This is benefit of having a partner and someone else that you can talk to and give your problems where they can actually remind you of the things that, so you don't pay that stupid tax. Because yeah. I very easily could have jumped out on a limb and taken a chance and just got spanked, you know, like on Facebook, really bad. Yeah. So that would have been bad. <laughs> Another uh, one is one. starting to publish online. And Chip and I do this. Uh, we do a lot of Facebook blogs or vlogs, as they're called. Um, I publish articles on LinkedIn. Uh, you can write a blog on your Facebook page. Start publishing online. If you do it for a year, it's going to come back to you. Yeah. Say, for instance, you're, you can even be posting on Google, on your Google profile. You do that for a year. 
if you do that twice a week for a year, watch your watch your page go up and up and up. Yes. You'll get to the top eventually because you're consistently explaining what you do, putting new keywords in, and showing that you're actually active and working and you know real business. Because that's just any way that you can keep proving the legitimacy of your business to Google, the higher you're going to keep getting on, you know, in your rankings. Exactly. Another one kind of, the next one kind of ties in um, with what Chip was talking about with SEOs. It's uh, the AdWords. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Google AdWords. You have to use the right words that your customers are looking for. If you are talking about having somebody become a domestic engineer instead of hiring a maid, you're going to struggle. You can't uh, compete with the people that have deeper pockets than you. So you need to see what they're doing and model after them. For sure. And Google AdWords is really good. And the fact that they have suggested keywords, um, they usually keep track. And there's ways to create ads that basically Google monitors and adjusts over time for you to get you the best you know, results possible for the amount of money you're spending. It's going to show you exactly how much like how much other people are spending. And the, you know, the, the good cheat is to just jump a little bit over the highest one. And you'll be on the top of page one. If you're right in the middle, you're going to be balancing between the bottom of page one and the top of page two, sometimes the top of page one for certain keywords. But Google AdWords, it's it's a high high investment, right? You're going to spend $400 to $1,000 a month on the low end, but the return on investment is is tenfold. You, you'll definitely be happy with As long as you work it correctly, though, if you can't close deals, you know, don't blame the AdWords. If you're getting the calls, you got to close the deals. So, but you'll start getting the calls if you do it correctly, no doubt about it. Yes. I've done it numerous times. Yeah. Just look at what other people are doing in your category and model after them. I mean, it's not cheating yep. when you're looking at somebody else's and you see um, handyman, handyman, handyman over and over again, and you use that in your Google AdWords. So model after other people. The people that are the pioneers are the ones that end up with the arrows in their back. So utilize what's already out, out there and model after them. It's super simple. Super simple, yep. And you always... You know, find like one or two competitors that you can consistently keep up with. You don't necessarily have to just keep looking. Find a couple, follow them, and, you know, model model after it. And if anything, they'll, you know, that no one's going to get upset. You know, that's the thing. It's just business, and that's part of it. Uh, volunteer or donate is the next one. Um, I used, I, I did that when I had face masks. I donated a bunch to schools. And that's more or less just to get traffic, get start, you know, get people's attention in a positive way that can reflect back on you. And that's um, that's just kind of like sponsoring a little league team, you know? Yeah. So with a 50 or $100 donation, you can get a lot of eyes on your business. So uh, if there's a school event going on, contact the people 
See if you can volunteer. Get a hold of uh, little league teams that have fundraisers. If there is somebody that has cancer and they're trying to uh, have an event for them to raise money for their medical expenses, donate a gift card, a gift certificate, an hour of your services. Volunteer and get your name on it. People want to know your name as associated with adding value. I read this in the beginning of business, so I joined the Lion, local Lions Club in Waco, the Waco Women's Lions Club, and I really enjoyed my time when I was there. I, I helped with the Special Olympics. I helped with Phila Fiat. I, I volunteered my time, and I got tons of business. Of course, I got too busy <laughs> to keep doing it, but um, it's a great way to get your name associated with adding value. So volunteer, donate. In the beginning of business, you have more time than money. So volunteer and donate. It's super simple to yeah. get your name out there. Yeah, and that's the law of reciprocation at its finest. Yes. You know, add value to other people and they're gonna they're gonna feel the urge to give something back to you. I want to go back to that Google AdWords just for a second. Um, something triggered when you were talking. Uh, how do you find what other people are doing and model after them? There's this website called SimilarWeb.com, and it shows your biggest competitors where they're at, what words are being Googled when people go to their website, where they're advertising at, where they have the biggest footprint at. But it's called SimilarWeb.com. Again, SimilarWeb.com. You just go there and you can start looking up your competitors. I remember in the beginning of business, I was totally following the biggest handyman businesses in the in the country. So um, you want to model after those people and it's super simple to do. You just have to find it. Back in the old days, you could actually uh, model after people's Facebook ads because you could go to their Facebook page about two years ago, see the ads they were running, and then you could model after them with similar words, similar colors, similar fonts, similar pictures. Um, Facebook ads were uh, super simple to do back then. Now, Facebook's changed its algorithm since then. That only lasted about a year. But it was super cool to do. Yeah. And and I'll be honest, Facebook, on that Google Ads thing, those platforms I, was, I talked about, they do the same thing as that simple web. Awesome. Uh, yeah, so they, you know, there's tons of softwares out there that do this. So, you know, find find the one that uh, has the best information for your niche. Yeah. Uh, so shop around a little, you know, check them all out. Uh, Facebook ads, though, man, that is, that was my first success. My first marketing success was through Facebook ads. Um, because it's so inexpensive, it's so specific, you can, you can really take it down to your exact target market um, the same with google ads too they're just a little they're more expensive again for a higher return though um, but facebook ads are a great way if you only have like forty dollars or fifty dollars you can market you can market the hell out of your business for forty or fifty dollars for a, a week or even a month yes. you know for that amount of money if you do it correctly um, and if you've got pockets where you can spend like 200 300 then you really can get it going to where it's consistent but facebook ads 
their algorithm might have changed to where you can't model exactly after somebody else. But through setting it up, the way they have it set up, it's so self-explanatory. It's very easy and it's so inexpensive. It's another one where I, I kind of, you know, get the chills behind my neck and upset when I, a friend tells me that they're not, you know, u- utilizing that platform. Yes. Uh, because it's because its return is just so, it's, it's, um, it's concrete, man. Like it's going to work if you do it correctly. Yeah. So I always get upset, you know. Every dollar I put into Facebook ads, I get $32 back. So it's like that waterfall of money you talked about in Google. I just put my hand out yeah. and it comes to me. There's 8 billion people on the planet. 4 billion of them are online. And 3 billion of them are active users on Facebook daily. Facebook ads are huge. The big dogs are playing with them. Amazon, I get served ads to them every time I scroll through Facebook. You have Coca-Cola, you have Chevy, you have Toyota. All the big dogs are playing on Facebook. I know people that are 95 years old on Facebook and I also know, you know, a 25 year old that's on Facebook. Now, the younger generation, millennial and below, is probably not on Facebook or they're not actively using it. They're on that Insta, TikTok, Snapchat, that sort of thing. But if your target market is Generation X or above, and millennials too are on Facebook, then you're going to be able to grab their attention with the right ad and you're going to be able to sell them. So Google, Chip has said this before, Google is like a phone book where people go and they look for your services. And then Facebook is like a billboard where, you know, where they're like, oh, maybe I do need to go get a cupcake. Oh, maybe I do want pizza for dinner tonight. So in 2021 and 2022, keep that in mind. Google's the phone book and Facebook is the the billboard that kind of gets them to go, oh, maybe I do need that. Google, they go straight to what you have, what you've got. Yeah, and if you remember the the phone books, and this will kind of, you know, age age ourselves here a little, but if you remember the phone books in the yellow pages, which were the advertisements, the businesses, um, you could pay for the highest, you know, you could pay for the whole page or like a quarter page, but the front pages, just like Google, you know, you want it to be on page one or two because people don't keep flipping. It's the same concept as the yellow pages. Google really is the the phone book nowadays. When people are looking for businesses, they just don't necessarily have to call because they can email or do, you know, link through the computer nowadays. But it's a, yeah, it's crazy how that is. It's very specifically like the phone book. <laughs> yeah, and that's why back in the day when the phone books were big, people would name their businesses A+, A+, electrical, A+, HVAC, A+, handyman, A+, um, <laughs> sprinkler system, because that got them number one, because you'd go to the phone book and you'd find that number one and you'd call it, and if they didn't answer, you went to the next one and the next one. Google's yep. the same way, but you don't have to have A in the front of your name. Yeah, you just need to do, you, you need to find a digital marketer or learn how to, you know, do search engine optimization yourself. One of the two. Yeah. Um, Christy, what's this next one? Discover, stumble, oh yeah, we said we weren't going to. 
I think that's just like stumbling upon websites, right? Yeah. You can stumble upon online content um, and you can use it to share on your social media or your online presence. I've never used it. Chip's never used it. So we're not going to train you guys about it. But you guys, if you want inexpensive traffic, stumble upon is great for online content. I think Canva Canva's a great place to go yes. look for like photos and how to set up good posts also um so that you know there's tons of software for that too uh, tons of platforms where you can go and kind of um like tweak and optimize your your posts exactly when you post onto facebook or even the other platforms um build a website if you do not have a website for your business get one <laughs> get a website it's Today. not it, it, it is a must. You need to be on Google. And if you have one, build another one. Have two. You know, go ahead and build a blog website and can and link them together. And from and then now you have two slots. You know, keep on thinking how how can I get my hand in all of it? You know, I just yeah. want I want to be able to. I don't want to take all the money from everybody, but I want my share. You know, I, I want my cut and as much as I can get of it yeah and if you're not online you're a dying business there's so many handyman businesses that i've researched that they'll have a facebook page but not a website or they'll have a way website and not a facebook page both are essential in business in 2021 and 2022 it's super simple you can go to godaddy you can do it right from google you can get a click funnel to have as your website you can do a ton of different things it's super simple to build it yourself but i would recommend a professional especially when you're adding in the seo and possibly some ads too you have to have a website in today's society because that's where they go that's their phone book of 2021 and 2022 and that's their billboard so you want to have a website if you get nothing get a website get online your business has to be online in 2021 and 2022 for you to be able to survive this winter that's going on for the next six or seven years get online that's where everybody's at online 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 that's my opinion yeah yeah for sure I've, i'm i'm right there with you you need to have a website for your business no doubt um build your email list this is something that you should always be doing anyways there's ways to set up the crms on your website um on your facebook page on your google profile to where every time somebody submits a form or even gets on you can prompt them to give you that information. Yes. And people are fine giving it to you most of the time, you know, and each one was worth a dollar. Yes. Every email address that you have is worth a dollar in business every month. And you have to, but you have to know how to do, use it though. That's yes. just, you have you to be using the it. email. So. Yeah, so I have email lists. I've got over a million people on my email list, and I use different lists for different things. But mm -hmm. here, and I'm not making a million a month yet, Chip. It'll happen soon enough. I know I'm in that lag time, right? But mm -hmm. with these email addresses, they get put on a drip campaign, and they get reminded about my businesses every single month sometimes every single day sometimes a couple of times a day if it's a real hot lead right so mm -hmm. those email addresses are crucial so 
just ask people, what's your email address? If they don't have it or don't want to give it to you, they're going to tell you, oh, I don't have one. If you're going, well, Christy and Chip, I don't know how to build a list. Join a networking group like Edge. Join an education group where you work with other people. Get involved with your chamber of commerce. And when people give you a business card, um, just ask, hey, can I put you on my email list? Would you like to get my email newsletter? Mm -hmm. Also, you could have that with your Facebook page, your business page. On my websites, I have a contact form. That way, I collect their name, their email, and their phone number. So the email address page. is the most important piece because people keep their email addresses for years. One of my email yeah. addresses is over 20 years old. I never checked that email anymore, but I've still got it. Like, I'll I go in client, there every once in a while and clean it out. I have a client with an AOL.com email. Oh, my Still. Gosh. Wow. What about a Hotmail? Yeah. That's an old one. I've seen that one, too. I've seen a few different old school ones uh, lately. Yeah. But, yeah, people keep them forever. And But on your website, yeah, man, there needs to be a contact form asking for phone number, name, and uh, email as well as a click-to-call phone number at the top or close to the top of every page on your website. Definitely. So, I mean, we've went through about 50 different ways to market your business. I'm not saying to go out there and do all 50, but pick one a week and add it to the fold of the marketing in your business. If I was to recommend just one or two, definitely email addresses. Definitely have a website and definitely have a Facebook business page. Uh, so Chip's probably going to recommend a few different ones than I do. But those are the three top ones I think that you should do for your business. No matter if you're selling pot gummies or you're selling cupcakes or if you're selling a Tesla car, right? You need those things to be successful. Elon Musk wouldn't sell any cars if he wasn't online. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's online is where you need to be. And that's saying I would I would choose a website, a Facebook page, and SEO. I mean, that, and I, you know, ranking that website. Yeah. And that would be my, my three. Yeah. These 50 ways to market your business were pretty inexpensive. Some of them are expensive like TV advertising or radio or magazines. But this shows you that you can be creative on a budget. You can go from obscurity to omnipresence where everybody knows your name. You're not going to use probably all 50 at once at any given time. Pick one or two and take that imperfect action that Chip talks about all the time and be consistent with it. I've been working on an online marketing program and over the last four weeks and it's changed, but I've consistently done it and I know the payoff's going to be amazing. Be determined that your small business is going to make it in today's society and get out to a larger audience than, you know, your mom, sister, and four cousins. You need to, that omnipresence to be in 2022. People have to see you 16 different ways before they pick up the phone and call you that first time. So your brand has to be out there on Google, on Facebook, on ads, or 
they're going to go with the next guy. They're not going to go with you. For sure. And that's, and basically there's so many different ones, different marketing strategies. Your target market is, should be your focus. So you need to focus on where they are and, and do your research, do your due diligence, stand behind, you know, actually study and look into your competitors. And that way you're, you know, you know exactly what you need to do. You can lay out an exact plan and, and go forward with it because you need to always, always be taking action. And even if it's not perfect, you always need to be just getting that momentum. And that, that's what it is. It's, it's like starting to push a train, you know, and you know in 10 feet there's a downhill slope, but getting it there to that 10 feet is constant leg movement and constant work, and you have to be determined to get it to that hill to where the momentum can just take you the rest of the way. Exactly. That was a great McNugget right there, McCarter. There you go. Uh, Christy, anything else you, we want to touch on? I know we've got the perfect webinar coming up soon yes. with uh, the 7 and 7. If you would learn, like to learn how to get seven new customers in just seven days by building a massive following on Facebook, definitely tune in at 11.30 on Thursday and uh, get started. All you have to do is go to mcmarketing.com or mcmarketing101.com forward slash 101 to get registered for this webinar. It's going to show you how to get seven new clients from November 8th to November 15th and use this momentum that Chip was talking about to get into 2022. Because at the end of the year, this is what happens. Most people quit marketing. No, you have to keep marketing to stay relevant. So keep marketing, mcmarketing101.com forward slash 101. It's at 1130 on Thursday. And you're going to be able to learn how to get involved in this seven and seven day challenge because you deserve to make money in your business. The average business owner in America makes $29,000 or less. That's poverty level in their business. You guys, if you market you'll learn how to make money in business, not uh, give it all away. For sure, mcmarketing101.com backslash 101 or forward slash 101. All right, guys, we, thank you for tuning in. We love you and stay safe. Uh, for now, this has been the Edge Podcast with Chip and Christy. Recording stopped. <laughs>